this is going to be controversial. Oh. And I'm not saying people need guns. I'm not saying people should have guns. But if you've never shot, like, bottles off a fence... You're not living. You're not living. I love that, and I 100% agree. Yeah, I cannot. I, I think we need to... S- okay, okay. I think we need to start a queer shooting bottles club. Yeah, queer gun club. Queer gun club. We Do have those que- exist? <laughs> we have queer dyke club. Queer, we have yeah. queer book clubs. This is a queer gun club, and it's just biceps. <laughs> Why okay, am I about move, guns? We're going to move like, away help me, from guns. Help I'm me. so sorry. Yeah, I'm um, non-binary, and I also <laughs> like guns. <laughs> Ever you did that. that I, was, I was trying to move away. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we're on the Yenta podcast. We're on the Yenta podcast where I get everybody's juicy secrets. Yeah. Today on the Yenta podcast, we have Ever Maynard. What? <laughs> Telling a lot of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been racking my brain about secrets. It's uh, honestly been stressing me out. No, no stress. Like Just chill secrets. I was like, I wish I had good secrets. And uh, maybe I'm we sure should just you get have into something. it. Well, we'll start. Well, we'll, you have some time. Yeah. Well, we'll start. We'll schmooze a little bit. Inspired. 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 Yeah. Yes. And inspired by that usually happens to me, actually. I like think of secrets as we're talking. I'm like, ooh. Um, Yeah. Well, first, first, let's let's have the listeners get to know you. Well, actually, what I want to do and I, I bear with me for a second is just say the story of how you've come to be on this podcast which is that I found I saw you on Instagram mm-hmm. a few maybe a few years ago now and Been I was like minute. ever's amazing and then I saw that you were teaching a comedy class before mm-hmm. I ever started comedy do you remember this at all yeah my house yes at your house at my house well that was even before that I reached out to you were you not able to make it? Yes. Or, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. it was like I was in I was still in New York mm-hmm. and you were doing it in LA. And I just thought you were great. And I was like, if I'm going to take oh, a comedy class from anyone, it's going to be ever Maynard. And then I couldn't make it. Yeah. And also I was like, that was pre my name change. I didn't. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So you might like really not remember it. Um, pre my chosen name. I don't know yeah, how, yeah, how yeah, you say yeah, it. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So pre comedy, pre chosen name. And then uh, when I st- after I started doing comedy, I had you on my first ever show that I produced it's so fun at the crow yeah at the crow it was a packed show it was, it was really good right really fun on a wednesday night yeah it was called queerly funny it was really it was a cute show we kind of discontinued that because i'm tired i'm doing it, too many things you're tired it's also like i have to go there tonight for a show oh yeah and i love the space i think it's gorgeous but when you live like you know here here and like are on the east side yes. of la <laughs> Like where um, all the cool kids live yeah. versus like Santa Monica, which I always think like rich tech money kids. Yes. That's so real. Um, it's like 45 minutes to an hour and it's like, I'm tired. You're tired by the time you get there I'm, and I then you have to work up your energy to yeah. do the show. I'm like, I'm driving an hour and I'm doing 15, maybe eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and getting paid eight dollars. No yeah. <laughs> you're losing money on the gas. Like you think you're. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at like I'm, I'm yeah negative like five. 
yeah and i drive like a i no big deal but i drive a bronco oh and it's actually i saw that car it's a nice car thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. much yeah. at the at the jcc in uh silver lake Dude, jcc yeah. is where it's at they they, <laughs> they do shit there they do yeah and the they're really nice good um Whew. the bronco though yeah. going from a prius to mm. an suv is i forgot i used to go to like palm springs and back on like half a tank yeah just oh, cruise wow. around huh. and then now it's like maybe 18 miles a gallon maybe Ooh, that sounds like feels like two, 1998 I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how what made you switch to the bronco i've always wanted cool. one yeah and it looks cool looks dope i ordered it in 2020 uh-huh and it came in in 2023 wait what yeah it ford ford messed up oh their ordering God. system and then there's so many defects. I oh. guess I'm not supposed to say that, but... Yeah, don't get a Bronco is what like, it sounds like. I mean, maybe get one that's like 2024 and up. Okay. But I feel like there was so much pressure to put them on the market that they're mm. like, let's just get them out here. The Even roofs, if it's garbage. They, they had some and then the roofs leaked. So then they had to recall all of those. I just had my windshield recalled because they didn't glue it down. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a pretty big deal. This is like a $40,000 car that's <laughs> half broken. Here yeah. you go. What show is it? Um, Sweetie's show, Sweetheart show. I think Cute. it's going to be stoners. Oh, fun. Yeah. How do you feel about doing shows for stoners? I don't mind doing it, but mm. I don't smoke a lot. Yeah. Okay. Same. This is, <laughs> feels like a ghost story. Yeah. Um, I like, I'm not good at rolling weed. Mm -hmm. I have like... I'll buy like some pre-rolls and it'll last me months. Last night I was like, I really need some fucking weed. I was stressed the fuck out mm. and sorry, I'm trying not to swear as much, but please swear. Okay. Swear more. And I take down my, like, I call it, I have this like wicker basket that was given to me filled with spices, but mm -hmm. it, and it says spicy on it. And that's where I keep all my, my weed, cigarette. That's my spicy Your basket. drug drawer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was no pre-rolls. And I was like, man, like, I really wish that I could find a joint. And this is so weird because I know the cabinet. And I honestly felt really creepy. On the top shelf, suddenly there was a Ziploc bag huh. with, a, like, a barely smoked joint. And then this little mustard glass jar filled with two cigarette butts and half a joint. And I have no idea where it came from. Like, it just appeared in the cabinet. And I was like, this is creepy as fuck. So I don't know if it was, like, kind of, like, plastered on the wall somehow. I'm not jostling things around. It was really creepy. Mm. But I smoked it anyway. That sounds like a really nice ghost. <laughs> yeah, that ghost, ghost was looking like, out I for got you. you. <laughs> I was like, Ever, like, I know you're going through a really hard time right now. But also, I was like, <laughs> why would I save cigarette butts? So yeah. <laughs> cigarette butts. What a terrible thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ghost, what Let is the ghost, this? The ghost is like... <laughs> Loose squares yeah. over here. <laughs> it's a fucked up ghost i know but i don't know and then like the weed was so old that it was like barely smokable mm. and then like the feeling afterwards i was like i gotta go to bed yeah like i feel uncomfortable like, <laughs> like, I'm, like seeing ghosts. I'm like yeah i, was like, I, I need to be asleep right now <laughs> ghost please <laughs> leave me alone but yeah weird that you wow. brought that up 
Do you smoke a lot? I don't. I used to smoke more. Mm -hmm. But I keep finding myself doing these weed shows that go terribly. And they're so long. They're so long. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they, they, weed, people who smoke weed don't want to laugh. Like, they want to laugh at a Harold and Kumar movie, like, two minutes after the joke land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not... They're, they're not with it enough to be able to laugh. When you go to a weed-specific show, and sometimes people are smoking weed in there on gummies, the vibe is... It's almost like you know you're going to be there for four hours. Yeah. And there's going to be 300 comics. And, like, really long, boring stories. Really long. And then, like, an od- the audience members are going to be half paying attention half walking around and you're like this is what i signed up for mm-hmm. um this is the dream this is the dream yeah and i'm getting paid eight dollars for this <laughs> yeah. and maybe a joint eight dollars is like the sweet spot yeah i'm like no 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 inflation cost of living is going up my dude <laughs> oh my gosh you can yeah yeah well i want to talk about like everything yeah. that you've done in comedy which is like your vultures 2020 whatever up dude, next yeah. person that was huge. That was really fun. That actually, I think that came out the day that you did that crow show with me. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was a big deal. It was really fun. Um, it was really cool. Up next, JFL. Mm-hmm. Th- fucking professional yeah. comedian out here. It's really fun. How, how do you, is it what you dreamed of when you got those things? Yeah. I mean... I think this past year was filled with so many highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really grateful for JFL and the opportunities that have opened up and presented itself afterwards. Um, But I think also this year is the year where I really felt that comedy can break your heart Mm. in ways that you don't, you're not prepared for. Um, Tell me more. Uh, after JFL, I went to New York and I, uh, I screen tested for SNL and it went really, really well. Yeah. Like beyond expectations really well. And then, um, I ended up not getting it. Obviously I'm here. And I think that. (laughs) Hey, you wouldn't be here if you got on SNL Well, I would be in New York. You wouldn't Um, be on my podcast. (laughs) But it was like a surreal experience because like you hear about, you know, the people that are on it and, you know, like we know some people that are on it, like the audition process is terrifying. Mm -hmm. I remember not getting, you don't get your call until the day of. So you fly, they fly out the night before you're in this hotel across the street you don't know who else is there but then like you're out and you're like out and about and you're like you're here for this and then so you kind of know who's also there oh wow but then i got the call my call time at like lunch at like 12 p.m had to be there at four and then you're in this green room they don't tell you anyone else who's there at 30 rock mm -hmm. they don't tell you who else yeah, they don't tell you who's there. They don't tell you where you're up at. They don't tell you any kind of time frame. You're in the green room of like other cast members. And of course, like everyone's like popping their head out to see who else was there. Huh. Wait, so and you're hanging with uh, like current cast members? No, no, no. They're not oh. there. Oh, okay. They're, it's off season. So, right, right. But as like holding rooms for everyone, 
you're in these green rooms. So you're like, wow, like imagining what your life is going to be like. Yeah. And all of these executives are coming in and out of rooms and um, you're there. And I remember like reading autobiographies of like um, cast members experiences. And I think I went on that stage at like 945 at night. Whoa. From 4 p.m. Uh-huh. And you're just. You got called at 12. Yeah. So you were really like so 10 like hours. So it's a whole day of nerves. Holy shit. And then just trying to figure it out. And it was like, I'm grateful for the experience. I was on the stage and I was like, this is like weird as fuck. Like you don't know what to really expect. And yeah, I mean, had really great meetings and really great connect. Like, you know, you make the positive out mm. of whatever. And like, did you, do, did you audition in front of Lauren? Yeah. How was that? It was great. Yeah. Like I made the table laugh. I made, you know, and I was like, okay, great. Can and you say what you did in the audition? I just did like five minutes of, so most of them had saw me at JFL mm-hmm. and then Lauren saw me in a dynasty here. Hell so yeah. So that was really cool. Wow. And then, so like your hour? Seen, no, no, no. Oh. They like the showcase. Like okay. you get like <laughs> five to seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So we did part of those jokes and then some character work. Um, I don't think a lot of people know that, but like I studied at like Second City and IO. Mm. So I used to do a lot of big characters, places, so big yes. places. Yes. Um, and just did some like character work. And it was one of those moments where I was like, wow, I'm really like, this is a dream I had held on to for. Like, I think since I was like 12. Yeah. And I'm in this moment and it feels like it's a pretty good possibility, you know? And then when I didn't get it and I was just kind of like, okay, like it was like a moment of uh, acceptance. Mm. And I think that was truly one of the moments that broke my heart in my life. Like, I think I can think of three times where I felt that sorrow and... Mm when you're in these moments of like so close, so close, you know, seeing that thing that was like right there and knowing it had nothing to do with me is like fucked, you know, like it's something you got to come to terms with and it's hard to let that go. It's like a breakup. Like, okay. It has to do with how many cast members they're hiring, um, the cast dynamic, what they're specifically looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's all of that comes into play. And I think that's a lot of like comedy and like acting, but because of that, I got other opportunities through the people that work there. So that's been really nice. Okay. That's yeah. Um, those (laughs) those for sure. I've signed too many NDAs to talk about. I wish that was a secret. I did sign a lot of NDAs to say I never (laughs) showcased for SNL, but I was like, fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like you didn't give me. Yeah. Fuck you guys for not hiring ever. They scrubbed through like I delete. Not that I had anything offensive, but like it was one of the things where it's like you have to list every single social media account, social media handle any podcast you might have been on or have wow and they scrubbed through it but they didn't they hire that guy and then like it came out later that he had all these racist tweets and then they fired him i mean so i guess they don't really like look that well yeah maybe they don't have like a system that's like yeah in place but i was like holy shit but it makes that makes so much sense yeah they should do that yeah 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 they should do it better yeah, and, uh, a lot of places should be doing it better, yeah, yeah. you know. Wow, I, I can't even imagine that 
heartbreak. The adrenaline rush was intense. Yeah, I'm sure. And did you improv at all on the stage, or did you kind of know? Like, I was. You knew what you were gonna say. You, you had it. there's some improv I'm sure you could do, but in that moment, because I do a lot of like riffing and improv, yeah, like when I'm on stage. Um, but in that moment, it was you have five minutes. Use every second. Yeah, yeah. Every every minute really counts. And like, what's weird? It's like, do you need a microphone or anything? I really wish I didn't use a microphone because it was just a boom mic. Mm-hmm. And 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 I was like, this is a prop. Like, I don't need this. Yeah. Um. But you did. I used it because uh-huh. I was like, what am I supposed to do? No, take this. State. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, you're so used to doing the mic. Like yeah. holding it, it would feel very it weird feel for the first time to do that at the audition. Not yeah. Using so that was really fun. It was still fun. Yeah, it was an experience. And, and you could always audition again, right? Yeah. Like, don't people audition many times before oh they get God, it? Oh, my God. There were people there. Yeah. That, like, it was like their fifth year. Right. So it's not even like a heartbreak. I mean, yes, but it could be a later a um, reconnection. It was like a get back together. A get back together. I think that through comedy i will say one thing i'm grateful for is like maybe this is not something i would want to be i would love to be a cast member on snl absolutely love it but it also has opened my eyes and other doors to possibilities that are a little bit bigger like yes snl would have allowed me to have that great stepping like so many of my friends are on it. So many f- of our friends write for it. Our friends. Well, you know, you're totally. a comic too, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, our friends. Um, and that's exciting. And I would love to do that. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's also like, okay, like the universe is saying like, y- here's this, but then also here's this for you. Mm-hmm. And taking that trust in myself and like talent yeah, is going is has been a challenge, but it's been incredible. So... Mm. well what is your dream i mean i grew up really watching i mean i memorized snl Mm -hmm. as a kid i would watch mad tv and i would um somehow memorize whose line is it anyways and do the things at school but everyone was like you can't memorize who's like, cause yeah. it's like improv. Right. 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 <laughs> I just remember, um, Colin Jost and like, um, yeah, no, not Colin Jost. Colin, he's a tall guy and there's a short guy and then Drew Carey, Wayne Brady. Anyways, who cares? Um, yeah. SNL people? Not oh. on whose line, Oh, okay. but, um, I'd always wanted to do that. And then, like to have a career like Danny McBride or Will Ferrell or even yeah. Molly Shannon has been a dream of mine. And um, it's interesting and it's really frustrating that as like a person who does physical comedy that is not born male, mm-hmm. um, I identify as non-binary. I Which am a we very, will get into. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get into that. You know, I'm like a masculine of center person mm-hmm. and I, I'm a butch dyke. Mm-hmm. And I notice, like when I'm when I put myself out there on the internet or like any tapings that I do, the comics are always like uh, want to be Chris Farley, Tim Dillon, and then another guy. And I'm like, why is it that a, only a man can inhibit their body mm-hmm. comically and have confidence in it? Yeah, they're not being like, oh, Tim, D-, and, and I've never met Tim Dillon. I don't even know his comedy. I don't know it either. To yeah, but it's like, it's well, like, why well, no. are you saying Tim Dillon is like Chris Farley, and yeah, you know, stupid. Um, but for me, it would be um, doing like 
an ensemble feature, like a comedy feature, like um, Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, a Talladega Nights, Righteous Gemstones, and then getting like my features bought and and performing in those. Which love that. Yeah. So do you write features? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's that's what we're manifesting i mean it's like Maybe okay after a, this strike like yeah after the strike obviously yeah no no, no. um but uh, it would be great yeah i feel like that is i'm i'm seeing like you know how judd apatow just puts all of his friends in his movies yeah so i'm seeing that for you thank you but with like a whole cast of queer non-binary that would be dope diverse yeah. like actual people and yeah. not just i love apatow's movies i'm not gonna lie but not the same people over and over. Not just famous people that you already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, is that kind of what you're going for? Like cis wet hype people. Yeah, <laughs> like white yeah. people. Like yeah, let's like be honest. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. Like all men. Yeah, yeah. all men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing is, I, 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 I love those movies. I wish I didn't love them as much because yeah. I know they've like also. I think they've like raised a generation of men to be a little bit to be dumb? just dumb and like, yeah. <laughs> like dumb and chauvinist. confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but god damn it they're so good they're so good um, yeah so that's my but dream. i see that for you but way better thank you um what do you want to do what's your dream i i want to also write and uh perform in what i write yeah i think that is the dream yeah and that's yeah. the best way to go about it yeah and then that's the only way i'm gonna get a job are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah yeah but like all the people that i look up to uh, kind of they they've that's had to they do, do that they've had to do that and um you know what? It's a it's it's a curse and a blessing. Yeah. Because it's like we'll 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 get we'll get to create shit for us mm-hmm. because it doesn't exist because no one will hire us. Yeah. For our me for anything else for you know it makes sense like yeah. too like it's a look but also like bottoms was so yes fun. I love that and movie. I was like but like no butch butch. There was like a soft butch, I yeah. would argue. But yeah, it's also very like soft. to see queers um just being weird. So good. And like this is something that you would see more dominantly, like the humor in like a dude movie. Mm-hmm. And it's That's not such a good call. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's and like it's incredible that they were even able to make that yeah. people gave them eleven million dollars. I know. That's what I want. I was like, I need thirteen million yeah. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> to make him no big deal yeah could you can you believe that's like micro budget i cannot <laughs> i don't i don't understand this industry I was like okay that's yeah it's crazy that's oh my god have you made any like shorts or do you want to direct i don't know if i'd want to direct okay. um i was working on a short with courtney carwall and that was the first one i've ever like will okay do. And it's fun. It's interesting. I find it challenging to be like, okay, you have seven minutes to tell a story. Yeah. How? What about you? I have not. Yeah. I've, I've been in. I played Hot Dike Number Two. Ooh, that's exciting. Um, on a uh, short. That's that fun. Was premiered at Outfest this year. Hey, that's fun. <laughs> but that's that's all I have. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah, it was fun. Um, wait, let's talk about your non-binary journey. Okay. If that's okay with you. Yeah. Um, how did you? I mean, we have like. A lot. I mean, my whole... It's like, you're either queer or you're Jewish if you listen to this podcast. Or okay. you're both. Maybe you're both. Hi. Hi. Or you're not... Actually, we do have some non-Jews and non-queers, according to the reviews. That's great. I know. We're working on expanding our audience. That's uh, fantastic. Um, but... <laughs> You're like, you're like, yeah, you're okay. Keep, you gotta keep get going. reviews. 
like and subscribe. Uh, Listen, yeah. we appreciate. Yeah, follow the reviews. Get that. Yeah, yeah, we're going. We're, we're Pop it up there. on the algorithm. Yeah, maybe. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people are interested in like the non-binary journey and experience, mm-hmm. and something that I've also deal with. I'm working with on. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your journey. When did you realize you were non-binary? I w- think that it's interesting because. I think up until recently, the vocabulary and coming to like, you know, there's been two spirits. There's been non-binary people Mm -hmm. for eons. But when you think about the cultural zeitgeist and the vocabulary that we use, it's only been, I think, recently, what, 2019, 18, that it started populating up. And then now it's like, oh, like there's education that comes with um, naming it. And then the same thing goes with like queer history, any queer history, yeah. you know, Kiki Butch, um, Bull Dagger, this whole gamut of, of, of naming and nomenclature and identification comes about. So as like a kid, I've never identified with this body and it's something that I fought against my whole life and I didn't understand. And I don't know if I'm trans. I don't know if I'm going to make that journey yet. And you know, when I got my breast removed, everyone was like, are you going to start taking tea? Yeah. And I know they were being encouraging and like excited for me. And, and I was excited as well, but I was like, I don't know yet. You and know? that's okay. And that is okay. More, more than okay. Yes. Yeah. And like, for me though, like as a kid, I was always dressing up as my male counterparts, like my cousins and not like feeling ash- like I was just ashamed. And I was always imagining myself as a boy and like what I would do as a boy mm-hmm. or male. And then when I moved to Chicago, that's when I finally came out I went through like a weird, cl- everybody did in 2007. Like the fashion is, was questionable. Mm-hmm. And then I find like, it took me a long time to feel proud to be a butch dyke. And I feel like I'm really going on here, but it's something that I've just been immersing myself with. And especially like writing a different solo show. Oh. And it's about like identity and queer, um, uh, history. But to think about how I felt growing up feeling the shame of like being a butch dyke and like taking on the, not to be like whatever, like not to be like the trauma of it, but like taking on perceptions of, um, I guess pop culture, like how people perceive like even mm. queer people or gay people or non-binary people of like, butch is gross or bad or you want to be a man or you right. wish you were a man or like or you're supposed you. to have all this like aggressive energy yes, all of a sudden all of a sudden and it's like that wasn't who I was and I was embarrassed and like you know I will say I was in a relationship with someone who what I'm grateful for is like she really helped me figure out my sense of style okay and she was also very encouraging which is on point listeners you if so you're much. not watching wow well, it's probably you probably Hot can't style. tell because i'm wearing mainly all black except my socks so it <laughs> might look like a blob <laughs> when I a big black myself. blob yeah. hello it's working um, thank you um also which, your dyke hats you yeah, have to plug those sewing, yeah i'm working on a shirt right now it's gnarly i've been hand sewing dyke and fag hats and i'm i just made a butch one that sold like that making them dykes they're so cool thank you they're so cool i'm like waiting for the right one because i'm 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 getting in I'm there pumped. they they sell out like this guys yeah S- uh, plug the plug the it's dyke stitch d-y-k-e stitch like yeah. s-t-i-t-c-h and you ship um, everywhere 
the US. US. I can ship internationally, but it's more expensive okay. and it's a little hard logistically because if you want insurance, it's like 40 bucks Ooh. versus like 20, but you don't know if you're going to get it. <laughs> but um, no, like uh, long story short, you're- this person helped me with like an undercut. Mm-hmm. long hair kind of undercut like a berlin dj <laughs> and then during the pandemic or like right before it i just got a severe bowl cut and i loved it so much and i was like wow it feels so masculine and free yeah and then um another moment in my life i was like feeling you know jealousy is a tool to help us see what we want um and I was seeing and like feeling nasty and like seething on like Instagram being like, who are these people with top surgery? Like gross. Yeah. Like, this is so embarrassing for them. And then I was like, actually, these are people happy in their bodies. These are people like freely expressing themselves. And then it was like a wake up call. Like, no, you want this and you're afraid to admit it. Mm. So at that point, I had already been identifying as non-binary of like, I definitely don't identify as female. Like, I feel uh, stressed when someone goes, excuse me, ma'am. And recently I had hair that like went to here. Yes, I remember. And I was trying to grow it out to see how long I could do it. And I couldn't because it was a mind. It was a mind fuck. It, it really changes your everything. Yeah. Even like this much hair. Like I feel like because I used to have really short. Yeah, I remember. You remember like buzz, yeah. buzzed. Like I got a one fade mm-hmm. on the sides. And mm-hmm. um, it ha- now it's like the longest it's been in probably like cool. seven years. Yeah, I'm I'm changing it up. Thank you. Yeah. I, I but I still even like with the little growth, I was I'm just like I'm a different person now. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I was like I can't. And then I was like, you know, we're not gonna start filming soon. Like, and I called my reps. So I was like, can I shave my hair? And they're like, yes. Like. <laughs> casting didn't cat like this time it uh-huh. wasn't because you looked a certain way so you know like now this would be a casting choice yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. a very specific <laughs> this one would be a very specific Which casting all choice. of my auditions are like they you can't tell what gender they I are know. if i go out on like another csi type audition of like a yeah. non-binary person that loves computers that, that's, that's your cast that's your role the, oh your my god you have okay on almost every single like uh, crime scene crime yeah. investigation show any type of feature that's like we need a non-binary person let's have them be like the computer analysts like the goth one yeah the one that's like socially awkward. Ooh, that's real. But they're like you know. a genius, low key. Yes. They just don't know how to talk and to I'm people. Like, oh my god. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like r- r- non-binarians in STEM. Yeah. Like we're <laughs> non-bees in STEM, and, baby. And bees STEM. <laughs> yeah. STEM bees. We're STEM bees. STEM. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that, that was really it. I think yeah. I think my friends were like, "Oh, I'm non-binary." My friend Sammy, we were roommates. Um, one of my best friends, and I was like, "Oh yeah, me too." And then I told my family, and they sort of got it. I have a joke about it, but recently, I was talking on the phone with my mom. And she was talking to her about it and she was like, you know, how do you want to, you know, we're trying our best and I saw your jokes and, you know, we do want to do better, but how how do you want us to refer you? Like, that's why your dad keeps saying, bud, or, you know, like, you know, and 
you know, he still introduces you as daughter. And I'm like, you know, I understand it might be complicated and I appreciate you asking. I'm never going to be upset for my, my parents aren't doing it maliciously. They're yeah. trying their best. And if they say daughter, that, that to me is the only two people they can say that. Mm. But my mom says something really sweet. She's like, we've known since you were little that you don't fit in your body, that you haven't felt comfortable until recently. And that was when top surgery happened. So, you know, growth and this is like a town of 900 people in texas that's amazing that's why it's like a bit like this isn't like someone who lives in in austin where it'd be more even more acceptable it's like rule i'm a rule dyke (laughs) hot hot dyke hot rural hot rural dykes in your area driving the tractor trailers (laughs) (laughs) getting getting milking those cows gotta milk baby Ooh, ooh. But you're from New York. I am. City or? Yeah, Queens. So you've never been on, have you ever been on a tractor or anything? No. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, no, fuck you. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) It's kind of fun. I would love to go on a tractor. Why not? Try it out. Uh, How do I get one? You know, out here, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, just go do it. Bring me to your town. I'll go on a tractor. You know, and um, this is going to be controversial. Oh, and I'm not saying people need guns. I'm not saying people should have guns. But if you've never shot like bottles off a fence, you're not living. You're not living. If you've never like shot a hay bale or a stop sign or a yield sign or a route road, farm to market road sign, no animals, no humans. No, just but signs. Just signs and, and bottles. Beer cans. I saw lined up beer cans in an alley, like on a dumpster. And I was like, if I had a gun right now, I would just shoot, shoot these down. <laughs> and I know we're not supposed to say it, but I know people are they're feeling it and thinking it. <laughs> no, I love that. And I 100% agree. Yeah, I it's cannot. I, I think we need to. S- okay. Okay. I think we need to start a queer shooting bottles club. Yeah, queer gun club. Queer gun club. We Do have those qu- exist. <laughs> we have queer dyke club. Queer, we have yeah. queer book clubs. This is a queer gun club, and it's just biceps. <laughs> biceps with tattoos of guns. Yeah, and that, <laughs> but it's all vegan. Like yeah. the, vegan <laughs> the vegan flag. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. there a vegan flag? I don't. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, it's too we, much. Too already. much. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, Jesus Christ. That's so funny. I, wait, so you grew up like shooting guns. Yeah, why mm-hmm. not? And you're 900 person down. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are some people that like have guns for hunting purposes. Yeah. You know, there it is Texas and it's a very Second Amendment, you know, state. It's also very po- problematic to have so many guns and it's kind of like you become so desensitized to the gun, to what can, the horrors of a gun. Mm -hmm. It's a horrific tool. Yeah. But that being said, it's fun Fun. to, I would love to shoot up a couch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like, yeah, let let me blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm looking, I'm like, what can I shoot in this room? This is such a nice couch. Don't don't shoot this couch. That's why I would want to shoot it. It's a I'm jealous. Um, but yeah, we grew up shooting and like, you know, hunting season was, I never hunted, but it was really big and, and the community I grew up in. And, um, this guy, if you are into guns, um, 
his name was Chris. He started A1 Gunworks. And this is, is a that? weird <laughs> shout out. I never thought I would be doing. Shout um, out to guns. Shout out to Chris and the guns that he This is what's going to cancel me. I'm about to get a whole lot of fans and lose yeah. a whole lot of fans. I'm about to get a whole lot of psychic. You know, SNL didn't hire you, so we're going for the gun crowd now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait. That's what that guy, that's what that, um, the guy that got fired off SNL kind of did what do you know what i'm talking about that no the guy that they hired on snl i think luke luke moral luke something and then it came out that he had all these like racist tweets oh. like 10 years ago and then they fired him and now and then like ov- obviously all the alt right people fell in love with him because mm-hmm. they were like how could snl do that you know okay or snl is gonna fire you for that we're gonna we're gonna uplift Double you for down. that yeah like kind of like a louis energy okay you know like you just you you lose I, yeah one i'm audience gonna and you find double another. down and i'm gonna get this yes you're you're gonna be the the, <laughs> Roseanne dyke, Bar- the dyke leader of the alt-right <laughs> roseanne Barr is gonna <laughs> direct my next special <laughs> All because I shouted out A1 Gunworks. Yeah, tell us what A1 Gunworks (laughs) does. I keep interrupting. Chris, I hope hope it's worth it. Um, Well, it's veteran-owned. Chris, right after high school, um, served in the Marines. And honestly, the military system, I think, is super fucked for, like, going to, like, recruiting. Like, whatever. We don't have time for that. This is about secrets. Yeah, Um, which we're going to get to soon. But Chris went to a gunsmithing like school Hmm. like it's like a trade school and he does like beautiful restorations and like custom guns and like if you're into it it's incredible but but also like when you think about like in texas and other i'm sure rural and southern communities one thing that will happen is people would pass down a shotgun or a rifle mm-hmm. as like this would this was your grandfather. Wow! So like a it's sword. like an heirloom, like a From sword. Game of Thrones <laughs> <Yeah>. energy. <laughs> you know, there's the family this is the sword. The one that the dragon came <laughs> over, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over the couch and like the the double wide. Yeah. Um, but he can restore that to like. A, like it, it's beautiful it's like watching an old car being restored nice. both Shut can up. kill you <laughs> but one more <laughs> horrifically <laughs> i don't know why okay, I'm we're, gonna about move, guns. we're gonna move like, away help me, from guns help i'm me. so sorry yeah um, i'm non-binary and i also <laughs> like guns <laughs> ever you did that, that I, was, I was trying to move away <laughs> but that's the clip I mean, if it wasn't for, if it was a paintball machine gun, you're telling me you wouldn't love to shoot up this whole, not the people, but like the walls. Totally. I would make this place disgusting. Um, Wait, I want to ask how, because you said your mom saw your non-binary clips. I, how, how is that with your family seeing your stand up in general? Supportive. They're just, they love Mm -hmm. it they're good with happy that's good that's nice i mean growing up they they encouraged me to stay up late Mm -hmm. and watch right right. um and they would buy me like eddie murphy dvds um whatever like the walmart had yeah for whatever come for christmas that's cute yeah and you would sit there and memorize the lines well the eddie murphy dvd i remember being in middle school when i got it and i couldn't we we started watching it's a red leather special and then immediately they were like, go to your room. Because it, oh, it, it was a dirty, dirty yeah. one. <laughs> and, and then I watched it later and I was like, oh, I see now as an adult. Yeah. Why you would not what? want a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 13 Well, because did you grow up religious too in that time? I grew up or Christian. Christ- yeah. I have, a, I have an uncle that's a priest. 
Um, they grew up Catholic, but I was also like closeted to myself, but I was like the leader of fellowship of Christian athletes. Um, I led prayer Mm -hmm. at the flag, but I was also super goth. So it was like a really weird juxtaposition of like alt kid who loves to pray loves god <laughs> yeah, with love black god. eyeliner yeah and, and like I, a collar with the i don't want to kiss my best friend okay <laughs> she's a girl <laughs> <laughs> i definitely did <laughs> you kiss your best friend no oh i'm saying like you, in high school mm. i would be like i don't want to i don't want to kiss my yeah. best friend and then inside I was well because like, that would be a great secret that would be a great secret i know which you don't have well, well, I'll say my secret first. Yeah, tell How about me your that? secret. Okay, this is I have a I have a list of um, secrets. Secrets because see, there's secrets for a reason. You're not supposed to tell them. I know, I know, but I uh, I, I stupidly came up with this I'm podcast. Like, how can I? I'm like, you do that, and I'm going to look through my friends to see if I can tell any of their secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I know this one person. <laughs> tell us. No, I don't know. You'd go first. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, my this is like. I'm thinking of which one I want to tell. Do you want like, I'll let you decide ever. Do you want like a, 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 like a high school embarrassing relationship secret? Or do you want a um, current? Current. Oh, okay. Don't even need to finish that. Okay. Current secrets are the best. Oh, interesting. Okay. This is my current secret. I have been not paying for my gym membership i've been um secretly walking in Ooh. to the gym through a secret door and nobody where's your gym don't tell me is it like i'll a tell chain? you after is it a chain yes okay i'll tell you uh, yeah because i don't want i don't want them to find out even though i am leave because i'm here like temporarily mm-hmm. so what happened was i went in the first time to like sign up for the trial or whatever yeah literally no one there's some there's a door that if you like are in the parking garage and then you go up through the elevator like they don't there's no one there at the door so i just went in and i was like is anyone no one was there i just kind of like kept walking and i've been doing that for a month that's awesome and no one has said anything good for you um yeah one time That's I worked at a gym and a guy died in sauna. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really was. He was old. <laughs> it was it was awful. Oh my god. Yeah. Snuck Did in you have overnight. to like? Wait, he snuck in. To use the sauna. Well, um, it was a gym. Everybody thinks this is what happened because I this was my day off, so I was not there in the morning. Oh, good. Okay, so you didn't you didn't find him? No, but apparently Ooh. he must have hid somewhere in the gym because closing shift said that they opened because you have to like open it up and like clean the steam room. Uh huh. Um, and said that they didn't see anyone in there, and then the cleaning staff found him. Really sad. That's so sad. Yeah, it was actually really sad. That's so but terrible. It's shocking. But the way you said it was so funny. Because <laughs> it was like, ooh, that's my secret. Yeah, that's not. This was really sad. Um, sad. I used to work at the West Hollywood 24 hour fitness that was really only open for 12 hours. Nice. Um, but yeah, there were always like cock rings and like poppers being found. No. Yeah. That's and, fun. And In I, the saunas? 
No, in the in the men's dressing room, in the uh-huh. men's locker room. Oh, here's the secret. Oh. It was rumored, and I believe it to be true, that the manager at the time was hooking up with people in the spin room. Ooh. He would lock the spin room door, and then they would fuck. That's pretty juicy. That's good. That's it. Consensually. Juicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, like oh, in yeah, a fun, sexy was, way. Yeah. Okay, okay, in a okay. sexy way a of fun. like, listen, Ooh. we're like hot and heavy because we just worked out and I we're like, really pumped. That is hot. Yeah. I have always dreamt of having like a sexy coat, like a working rela- working relationship that leads to like a sexy relationship. You don't want it. I've have you had, had that? I, Tell I, us well, okay. everything ever. <laughs> I would say, I wouldn't say that. Per- okay. I, uh, my first girlfriend. Um, I love where this is going. She's older. Um, for a very long time i think like five years older okay significant a little bit more experience well when you're like 24 it's a big difference and they're like 29 30 yeah i was like dating a woman yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and we met doing improv already and i was like the first um i guess uh lesbian queer experience she's had whoa um, whoa that's big i worked at the starbucks below and she worked at second city above so uh-huh. we would take a staircase and we would w- take a walk so it was sort of like we worked together but not yeah. really would spend my breaks up there with her and then we would take a walk around old town and just like ferociously make out in front of people's homes <laughs> or sometimes by the dumpster in mm. the alley so then the breakup w- happened and it was awkward and weird. And I would like look away like dramatically when she walked through the yeah. halls. I was like, it's too painful. It's too painful. And then when we finally saw each other again out here, we just laughed and hugged. Okay. So it was, you know, a different time. Yeah. Wow. Wait, but so how did that sticky. happen? Because you were her first yeah. um, person. And really, she was mine because, like, uh. I'd made out with another girl before, a few other girls, Ooh. like, dance parties, you know. Yeah. And But she was, like, my first ever uh, relationship. Wow. How mm-hmm. did it, who's, who hit on who? It was just kind of natural. Mm. And um, I think she made the first move because she was a little bit older. Yeah. And. Hot. Hot. I love a woman who's, like. Knows what she wants. Yep. Here Just we like, go. let's go. Here it is. Like, I don't have to be like, will we won't pulling we? you. Kiss yeah. Me, don't yeah. Kiss me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now no, I'm like that. Me. Now I'm like, okay, yeah. great. It's on. Yeah. But for a very long time, I was like, I don't know. Cause I, I didn't have any experience. Yeah. Of course. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're from Queens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy <laughs> shit goes down <laughs> in Queens. <laughs> oh, you Ooh, have I no idea. Imagine. No, I grew up orthodox, an Orthodox Jew. So okay. it was like not, there was no, no action my between cousin, girls or boys. My cousin converted. To Judaism? Yes. Wow. Right after high school. And the whole family thinks he's CIA. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's the only explanation. Well, then he spent a lot of time overseas. And then when he came back, he worked for the Navy at some nuclear power plant. Huh. And... I'm like, mm, something's not tracking here. I yeah. think you're CIA. That's the family. The family's like, I think he's CIA. I believe it. But he came over for Christmas and Christmas Eve. And like his um, wife was really sweet. But like it was her first time celebrating Christmas. Wow. She oh, because like, she's very Jewish. And she was from maybe Ukraine or a country around there. Yeah. 
There are a lot of dinner Jews there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it was really like her first experience really around Christmas like this. So how did she handle it? Yeah, she was fine. I mean, it was also like Christmas is nice and easy. Yeah. Unless it's Christmas Eve and like we drink. Oh, we'd so our family. (laughs) Love that. It's crazy because like our it's wild because our family, um, um, at least on my mom's side, everyone has their own cooler of beer. All of the uncles have their own favorite type of beer. Okay. And they sit on their coolers or they hide beer on the porch, near the porch, near their cars, and they don't share it. But everybody's drinking it. Uh-huh. And then my cousins were there until the very end. And they were walking around the yard finding everybody's hidden beer. I mean, they were like blackout drunk. Um, but I just think it's so bizarre because I bought, I was like, mom, dad, I'm going to make cocktails for everyone. Nobody wanted that. No, they only they wanted, wanted the- Keystone Light and Lone Star, what? which is bottom of the barrel. That was it. And they wanted 12 of them each. They wanted 24 of them 20, each. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 12 absolutely no sorry not. i'm no, so I'm sorry. sorry how could i even think that low that's <laughs> no, insane of no, me. no no it's not gonna do anything uh, for you wow mm-hmm. um okay wait i were let's yeah we're we're, we're a good time mm-hmm. um, i'm trying to think of a good secret for you and oh yeah give me more secrets i don't know if i have any good juicy secrets ever i'm sure you do I've you grew up in texas in a 900 mm-hmm. person town you're a non-binary dyke now you live in LA. I'm just telling you what you know about yourself. I know. I'm like, but that is such an interesting story. Don't know if I've stolen anything recently, I frequently steal from a CVS. Love that. But still? I still, yeah, that was one of my last secrets on this show, actually, or my previous. And I, you know I used what? to steal from CVS. I don't feel bad, and I don't think any anybody else should feel bad because yeah, they're a billion dollar co- go co- steal company. from CVS. Everybody, I mean, they're a billion dollar company. Yeah. yeah, they're not paying their workers adequately. No. The prices are every everywhere. It's gouged. Mm-hmm. No. What I'm do you steal from them? Fifty dollars probiotics. Nice. <laughs> That's like a healthcare thing. Yeah, or dish soap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I need, I steal. <laughs> I'm like Robin Hood of that bitch. Like fuck you guys. What's your what's your what's your strategy? So I discovered this by accident. My friend Allie was in town. The p- person that you have a podcast yes, with. Yes, Allie Clayton. Just plug your podcast. Yeah, uh, I have a podcast called Y'all Gay. It's a queer podcast for everyone hosted by two Southern queers. We really just like talk the shit and and just have the most ludicrous stories. But she put something down on the sensor and it said, are you using your own bag? And she was. So mm-hmm. she hit yes. So it didn't register what was on the sensor. Huh. And, she, and so she was paying and then she was looking at the receipt. She goes, oh, I didn't pay for... Like, it was, like, this, like, big item. And she was like, should I go back in? I was like, no. No. And then I figured it out. The sensor goes, oh, this is your bag. Not a glass. So I put the glass here. Beep. You know, and then I pay for, maybe I pay for one thing. Yep. And then maybe another thing. But then maybe I steal something. And then that's it. That's really the only place I'll steal from. Very smart. What I about Amazon? I guess that's harder to steal from. I haven't tried that. Return and like buy and return or mm-hmm. like buy and say it never. How do you do that? I I haven't stolen from Amazon, but I have bought a lot of things that I need temporarily. Oh, no. Everybody <laughs> does that. 
Yeah, that's like a hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a secret. That's a hack. Everybody Everybody should should know this. If you ever need anything for a short-term period Mm -hmm. of time, which I do a lot because I travel a lot. Yeah. It's just you buy it and then you return it. You buy and return. Yeah. It's it's not stealing. It's a reimbursement. Yeah. Really? (laughs) I'm helping them. And then, yeah. I think that's great. I, I, I told someone that. And she judged me very hard. For Is that. she rich? I don't think she's rich, but I think she grew up rich because one time she also did. Well, she made a comment about me liking nice things because I didn't grow up with money. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably rich. But. And also, why should we not like things just because we nice grew things. up poor? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if you grew up poor, but I well, grew up pretty poor. Yeah, yeah. And I do like nice things. I, and I lo- take care of my nice things. I know. But I think it's like, oh, you like nice things more because you didn't have them. Yeah. yeah. Duh. And that makes sense. And I'm grateful for it. Yeah. That was a good secret. Mm-hmm. This is like a Yenta question. Something I like to ask, like, what are you looking for in a person? I mean, I like someone who everyone is like, is kind. But <clears throat> I think there's a lot of. I think I think it's like such a blanket answer. So I would say people who women uh, no men Ooh. is what I mean by yeah. that. When I say people kind that know their boundaries, mm. that respect yours, that um, hold themselves accountable. That's a really big turn on. You know, and when I say kind and knows their boundaries, a lot of people, sometimes myself included, who are nice, who are kind, bend over backwards and do something they don't want to do within resentment builds. And instead of like being communicative and be like, oh, I want to support you. I want to be there for you. I love you. But right now I cannot do this or I don't want to go to this party, but you should go have fun Mm -hmm. versus someone going like, well, I went to that party with you later on it's not a good yeah. dynamic so um like a part a good partner is someone who knows their boundaries and of course you grow together um and then someone who can communicate and is emotionally available all good things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. love all those things yeah makes a lot of sense what about you do you ever talk about yours i do i well i did yeah i've talked about uh what i'm looking for because mm-hmm. i'm looking for a wife Loki. okay that's great like, we'll see yeah. I, how do you feel about because p- i say like i want to get married and people get like what like that's crazy. i don't think there's anything wrong with that i i yeah i do understand like the idea of like why would you bring the church or the government or that's such like a hit mm-hmm his uh or cishet thing to do but um i I feel like a marriage is such like a wonderful bond and yeah you're celebrating your love i want the party yeah i'm gonna say it's a celebration in front of your friends and family and and i'm a spiritual person Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't say like in front of like a a christian or you know whatever god like my family or you know um Right, because people are like, oh, you only want that because you grew up religious. Which, they might be right. I'm sure some but of it is. Yeah. But, that's but yeah, I would like to be married. Yeah. And if not, like, married, married, per se, like, per se. I've been saying per se a lot. Mm, um, to have a sort of commitment ceremony. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Kind of like with your friends or at least, like, a big anniversary. Yes. Fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. 
The dog is so loud. This dog is insane. I don't know how. Hopefully, you guys won't hear it. There's no way. But this dog has been barking nonstop (laughs) for an hour and a half. (laughs) You've just been ignoring it this whole time. Like when I walked up, it was like really barking, and I'm like, wow, that's really rough for the whole complex. It's so annoying. Ever like Like they don't. The dog doesn't stop. There's got to be tension (laughs) here. I'm gonna fight the dog. Um. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to pluggy plug before we yeah. wrap up? Um, for sure. You can catch me on all socials. I'm gonna, I guess, look at the camera or whatever. Yeah. Oh, look at the camera. Um, look at you all can the ca- catch me on cam- all socials at Ever Maynard. E V E R M A I N A R D. Um, across the board. I also have Dyke Stitch, uh, and that's all hand embroidered. The shirts, most of the stuff is upcycled. The hats are new, um, and those are on like a like as soon as i get something done i pop them up um and they're they're, good. Usually, they're gone like that so yeah, so st- get put put on the notifications yeah for that, that one's been really fun and i have a podcast called y'all gay and depending on when this come out we're gonna be at new york comedy festival oh hell yeah, yeah. november Who's, 9th yo, me too oh really yes okay great november 8th oh my gosh Wh- yeah. where are you doing your show uh brooklyn art house okay what about you club coming Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Very I've n- cool. I've never done it before. That's going to be really fun. I know. I think it's going to be great. I'm Congrats. scared. Thank you. I've never done Club Coming either. I've never done the comedy festival before. The oh, New York Comedy Festival me either. before. Oh, amazing. So I was going to be, be like, a lot of fun. I was going to be like, do you have any tips? I think, but I mean, any, it's it's just like like any festival. festival. Yeah. I'm yeah. very excited. November 8th. A lot of fun. Um, Yeah, that's so fun. Are you, mm-hmm. are you doing anything for the, like you're doing a live shoot of the pod? Yeah. I love that. And then I, I'll probably try to bounce on some other shows. Yes. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing anything like, are you having a guest on the, the, yeah, we're finalizing the guests. So okay. as soon as we have that, oh, we'll be locked in. Okay. So, That's uh, yeah. under NDA. That's not under NDA that, yet, but it's still like what it's low key. not even October yet. So people are like, I might That's be in true. town and it's like, okay. They had me second. finalize all that shit by like, August. Yes. It was crazy. I was like, okay. I've never been that prepared for anything. <laughs> I know. I was like, here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, I'll see you in New York. If not before. If not before. <laughs> You're yeah, in LA. I, I know. It's true. Um, and yeah, I'm going to put, put all of those links in the show notes for the Dyke Stitch, cool. for Y'all Gay, and ever on everything. Thank and, you. And um, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for ever. having me. Oh my God. What a, a dream.